up, Snapback fam? Welcome to episode 36 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On today's episode, we're talking NFL Week 6. We're actually going to sprinkle in a little CFB just for Abe. And Monday Mailbag returns, so let's get it. Down goes Frazier! Auburn's going to win the football game! Auburn's going to win the football game! Curry, way down to Gives it to Jenkins for the championship! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sunderman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today is Kirk Cousins' little child, Abe Grant. Please spare me. Let's talk a little college football. It's a, you know what? No, 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 no. You know what college football is? It's a beautiful sport because it's way better than the NFL. The NFL, you have these egos. They're playing. They want their money. College, these kids aren't getting a dime. Well, under the table, they probably are. But they play for the love of the game. So we should do a little college football. But... We don't want to talk NFL, do we? No, no. And I don't want to talk college football. Listen, I've always <laughs> been a big cricket guy. So if anyone has any cricket teams for me to invest in, let me know. Uh, what do you want to talk about college football? Uh, how about my Nittany Lions? Top 10, well, baby. Headed into Iowa last night. A hard-fought win. And how about them Longhorns? Let's talk about them. Uh, those were probably the two. Them the and the LSU-Florida game. The three biggest games of the week. Uh, LSU pulled it out as I expected. They're they're legit, man. They're they're really they, good. They have one of, if not the most elite offenses in the country. Joe Burrow is the Heisman front runner right now, without a doubt in my mind. Um, their defense struggled a little, in my opinion, because Kyle Trask in Florida did. They're not that dynamic offensively. I'll tell you what, though, that backup quarterback have, has been looking good for Florida. No, he looked good. I'll give him his respect. He has a lot of weapons, which is good. He used them. And LSU did ha- – they did buckle down and held them scoreless for the final 26 minutes. Um, LSU is really good. It's such a shame that they have to go to Alabama. Uh, that could be literally a one-versus-two matchup and could potentially knock them out. Number three, Georgia loss to South Carolina. You, I mean, it was asked in the Monday mailbag if Georgia can still make the playoff. Well, the answer is yes. They're in the SEC. They have one loss. But in my opinion, they're not good enough to win out and then win the SEC championship. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I think they're they're they probably have the best quarterback, running back, or running game combo in the country right now. But I mean, you gotta think. They're playing Auburn, A and M, and then they have to win those no matter what, right? And then inevitably they're gonna see Alabama in the SEC chip if they, they if they, they get play so far. Florida. And Florida, and Florida, and Florida, and Florida. Oh, another snapback experience. There we go. Yeah, Jacksonville. That's interesting. What's what's yeah? What's it's it's called the world's largest tailgate. So that should be fun. Yeah, no, for sure. But anyway, um, so Georgia definitely still does have a chance. Uh, I agree with you. It's going to take a lot to be able to pull off those three wins in the regular season and beat Bama in the SEC championship. And I think we can agree that Bama's in a class of their own right now. But let's talk a little uh, – I want to hear actually your point of view about the my Nittany Lions and Penn State. Uh, big. Can, can we at least get uh, Texas OU over with? Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Okay. Do your thing. Texas, Texas OU, Texas came out, and I thought it was going to be a shootout. I thought they were the better team, no doubt. But I thought, you know, if we won the turnover battle, which we did – if we had 50 less penalty yards than them, which we did, if we ran for 100-plus yards, which we did, we would win the game. Those are my three keys to the game. I wrote them to my friends pregame. We did all three. 
And just out of nowhere, ten their sacks. defense was ten sacks. Insane. Bro, it's time their to it's, ta- it's time to start talking about like Oklahoma is here. Like their defense is competent, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like Texas is hands no, down. Texas has hands down been the second best uh offense in the Big Ten, and Ellinger has been the second best quarterback. And to get after him ten times, are you kidding me, yeah. Jack? Yeah, play calling was not great. I, I just don't even know what happened. But absolutely, Oklahoma now, in my opinion, a national title threat because for they sure, have that competent for sure, defense. For sure. On the flip, I think Hurts is he's unbelievable. I think that Tua and Burrow have a slight notch above him. And we did expose him a little, a little bit. And I only say that because he had been literally Bro, he put the ball season. behind his back. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was but he, you know, he had two turnovers, one in the end zone, which you don't want to do, especially against the elite teams. Like Kyler Murray scored almost thirty-five points against Bama, and they still got rocked in the playoffs. So you, there's no room for. Did mistakes. you listen? Did you watch that game with volume? Listen to the announcers. Um, not all. Oh, of them. lucky you, lucky half. you, bro. Why? I they were so brutal. I forget who it was. But if I have it's Gus Johnson, yeah, he doesn't know football. <laughs> if I have to hear corny ass Gus Johnson every Oklahoma game, think he he's so think excited, he's a man. genius by saying CD for the TD one more fucking time. Oh, can we talk about CD Lamb? Holy crap, that guy is good. I mean, he scored two touchdowns that like he should have been tackled fifteen yards. Short. Yeah, no, he's gonna be he'll he's he'll one hundred percent be the second. I mean, it's crazy how unbelievable he is, and he's gonna be the second wide receiver off the board in April because of how much crazier Jerry Judy is on Alabama. Yeah, Jerry Judy's special. And all right, let's move. Let's let's transition. We right. talked about the Longhorns. We talked about the Sooners. Listen, Jack. I texted you after the game. I said, "I'm sorry, brother. Like, I felt bad. I felt bad because I didn't realize how much that you actually bought into this Longhorn team." And I did warn you, you have to admit, and it makes me think of what you've been doing lately about me and my fandom for the Penn State and Indy Lions. Like, you're warning me, it's going to happen all over again, you're going to blow something to Ohio State. So, I'm not in that mode yet, I'm, all, I'm flying high on the Nittany Lions, I'm all in on this squad, number seven in the country. I want to hear from your point of view, from a non-biased, not even in the conference, what did you make of this Penn State win at Iowa? Look, I feel bad for our audience because if we're going to talk about the third best team in a conference, like you want to talk about Baylor, we can talk about Arizona State. We three can talk teams and three teams in the conference in the top ten. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Guys, no, no one in the conference has played a single good team that has competencies on both sides of the ball. The Big Ten is probably the biggest fraudulent conference, and this isn't even hating. Like this is genuine. Look at the bottom ten teams in your whole conference. It's a it's a joke. Maryland is a joke. Purdue is a joke. Everyone you guys have played is a joke. Everyone Ohio State's played is a joke. With that being said, are you, anyway, you going to answer my question or what? <laughs> with that being said, um, solid win. Because it was unfranklinist-ish to not blow the game, so that was good on that. Hey, wait, Tough game fact, to win on the road. Fact, his first win against a ranked opponent on the road in his Penn State tenure. Yes, but the only <laughs> other games were were Ohio State teams, so you know it's it's challenging. Um, Granted, but, he did he did win the Big Ten chip at a neutral location against Wisconsin, but. <laughs> On a neutral side. Uh, so, with that being said, you guys have Michigan at home. I, you think it's over and you're going to crush them. I disagree. There's uh, snapback fam. Great. Can can we? Can I put Penn State in the people's parlay this weekend? I mean, you. Can. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be just NFL, right? It's a screw the NFL. Whatever you want. All right. Well, 
looking ahead to Thursday, Penn State will be in the people's parlay. Fam, I promise you, Michigan stinks. Harbaugh is a joke. I really don't agree with that. I think you guys are, you know, you just haven't played anyone yet, so it's way too early to be calling anything like that. I think that you played Iowa. We played Iowa. That's a good win. That's a great team in Iowa. That's 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 a good win. Playoff level win, though. Going to Iowa and playing like you did. If you did that and go to Columbus, you lose by three touchdowns at minimum. At minimum. Yeah. Well, it's a whole new. It's a whole new beast (laughs) in a few weeks. Anyways, uh, you the reason we asked or talked about it is because you asked me if there could be a one-loss Big Ten team. And I said, based off the circumstances and the scheduling, it's going to be very tough for that to happen because you can pretty much lock Clemson in. Even though it's I, so stupid. I hate. Okay, but it is you, what it no, is. No, no, so you want to not... talk, talk about joke of a schedule. The fact I, that Clemson baby crawls their way to the playoffs every year pl- – Go to a real freaking conference, Dabo Sweeney. I mean, it's bullshit. You can, you can say that, but then they went and they smoked Alabama in the championship. Not this, so. not this Clemson team. I am off this Clemson okay. team this year. Right. Me too, but we'll still see. But anyways, that's not the point. Clemson <laughs> sorry, is going to get in. Alabama should go undefeated because they get LSU at home. But a one-loss LSU team, even though they're not a champion, in my opinion, like you guys could not – not win the conference and get in. And that's the unless you go undefeated, it's gonna be hard to win the conference. You know what I mean? I, I you're listening, hear me out. You're telling me that hypothetically I'm telling you you can't go into Ohio State and win the game. It, it, it's end of conversation. We're wasting our listeners' time. <laughs> it's a waste of time. All right, let me ask you, you let me ask you. Right, I'm not talking about us. I'm not talking about us. This is a different question. Hypothetically speaking, Ohio State and Wisconsin play in two weeks. Well, that's not a hypothetical. They actually do play. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, uh, let's say Ohio State loses to Wisconsin in two weeks. But then they beat us. They went out. They go ahead and they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. So they avenge their loss. Does a one-loss Ohio State team who beat the team that they lost to get in? Over uh, LS- number two LSU who loses in – in Tuscaloosa by a field goal? No, I don't think so. Oh, so you I, already you know the final score of the Bama LSU game already? That's crazy. I mean, no, that's the point of the hypothetical. If they lose by three touchdowns, a different story. But I think LSU is really good, and they should they should keep it close. With Bama. I do. I do. They could even beat Bama. They I could do. Beat that. I, the fact that it's in Bama, I don't think they will. But exactly. I'm I am all in on Ed Ordron. I I would run through a goddamn brick wall for that guy. Go Tigers! that wasn't even edited in that was pretty accurate cool tigers Um, all right so as it stands i think lsu bama should both get in but there's so much we finally started playing so much football you guys will probably lose to michigan at home and we can just forget literally there is no shot we have a way better chance of losing to michigan state next week at east lansing than we do losing to michigan in the whiteout game I just disagree. Game day coming does not matter. You, None of that matters. Never yeah. I, I have experienced. I have experienced it, and I promise you, it doesn't matter. We'll say there's no shot we lose to Michigan. Let's move on. Okay, uh, to the NFL. Uh, and maybe we keep, should move on. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> if you want to keep it in PA, we can because you guys just got beaten by someone who you talk the most trash on on this podcast. Kirk Cousins looked like the second coming. Of, Bro, Kirk know, Cousins, dude, 
your box score watching. Did you watch that game? Kirk Cousins didn't do shit. These receivers were 30. Whoa, 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 You wanted to start with my team. I'm going to go first. Kirk Cousins, anybody that can throw the ball 40 yards down the field could have done what Kirk Cousins did. There was a play where Stephon Diggs had a 60-yard touchdown or something, and Adam Thielen was way more wide open than him. And Diggs had no one within 10 yards. Our cornerbacks are an absolute disgrace. You know what? Actually, Jack, I meant to text you today. Is there a cornerback on the market right now of any sort? Like, I'm just curious. Not one that you're going to get. I know that. Dude, I mean, the fact that Jalen Ramsey wasn't on – But hey, how about them Jets? Why don't we talk about them? No, we're not going to the Jets anytime soon because we have a lot of bones to pick with you. I think Kirk Cousins sucks, especially on the road, but – no one, no, not anyone can throw for 333 and four touchdowns in the National Football League, beating a, a division leader by 18 points. He smoked you. You guys got crushed. Dalvin Cook averaged 2.6 yards per carry. Don't act like it was anyone else besides Kirk Cousins who demolished it wasn't, and destroyed. It was not that it was. So who was it? Because it wasn't Dalvin Cook. It was the Eagles secondary. It's that bad, okay. Jack. And it who was that throwing bad. the ball? I don't give a shit who was throwing the ball. Okay. Well, bottom line is all right. Bottom line is, you seem very upset. Oh no, I'm I'm thrilled, Jack. I'm thrilled that my team just lost to an Applebee's waiter and Kirk Cousins. I'm absolutely ecstatic. Like, what do you what do you, what do you want from me? Bottom line is, it's behind I us. I want you to admit that Kirk Cousins tore you up, and it it, it had. I get that your secondary sucks, but he still tore you up. Dude, fine. All right, you win. I, I, he tore me up. But bottom line is, and look, look, Rogers couldn't beat you at home, so. The fact that Kirk Cousins did, that deserves some respect. Oh, God damn, this team makes me pull my hair out. I'll tell you about it. Uh, but, hey, we're going, we have a game next Sunday night in Dallas. We're tied for the division right now. We're playing for the division lead. So if you would like to move on to a team who is so fraudulent in the Dallas Cowboys, I would be more than happy. I mean, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? They're not good. I mean, the we fact. Knew that. Oh, we knew that. We knew that. What about the entire national media and everyone on planet Earth crowning them champions after they started three and zero because they beat crowning dumb champions because they beat dumb, dumb, and dumb, dumb, dumber, and dumbest in the skins giants. Ugh, makes me pull my hair out. But hey. That's fine. That's fine. But you want to say they beat dumb, dumber, and dumbest, but then you're telling me New England is by far the best team in the league. They haven't played a quarterback with a with a pulse this season. You put some respect on with a pulse. You put some respect on Josh Allen's name. You hear me? Josh Allen was uh I think his stats were two for nine, two interceptions before he got hurt, and Matt Barkley threw in a red zone interception. Correct. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> but hey. Look, the Patriots are good. They looked they didn't look Brady. He's not washed up. Don't get it twisted. There's He's still not many quarterbacks. Not in- that good. Exactly. He's but really good. This at, is- He's really good at reading what the defense gives him at the line of scourge and getting his receivers in space and finding that. Like his receivers in the NFL are lead the league in, um, I think it's like yards after the play or something, or like most space around them. Something I read on Twitter the other day. Like yeah, he is not open. he is not making these dimes, but he is such a savvy veteran and obviously the GOAT that he puts them in the right places and gets them open and just dink and dunks his way down the field. To I mean, it has more to do with that defense. And I agree. I agree. Like, this is the thing. He's not that good, but what? the road's going to go through them because their defense is superb and they'll win enough games to get the one seed. 
They'll get the bye. They'll beat whatever joke of an AFC team comes out. And then Mahomes will come to town. And, I mean, we'll see at that point. But, like, he is – you can expose him. We're not, we're, not, we're not skating over that comment you just made. You said Mahomes will come to town. Now, I think the last time we did our power rankings was two weeks ago, right? Because we audibled yeah. last minute. Shout out LeGraff James. Great interview. If you guys didn't listen to that episode, run it back. A lot of fun with that. Uh, we should have a very cool surprise coming our way that LeGraff made for Jack and I. Um, it's LeGraff. The disrespect to LeGraff is crazy. What did I say? LeGraff. <laughs> LeGraff, LeGraff, Pui, Pui. It's all the same. But, uh, yes. but yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. But, Jack, we did our power rankings two weeks ago, and you were adamant that the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football. And, si- yeah. and since then – Oh, and two. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours. Okay. The floor is yours. Okay. Um, well, my comment <laughs> that you're referring to was me saying Mahomes is going to go to Foxborough. And do you disagree with that? Like, they don't look great, but you think Houston's now better than them? I know they beat them, but think, do, you, do you genuinely I think the jury way? is still out on the route. Wow, the AFC is so bad. So bad. That's what I'm saying. Mahomes will get to Foxborough. There's no doubt. But anyway. Now – now they lost the bye, the number one seed, which is a bummer for them because that was going to be potentially yeah, they, they, their they edge. Still, they'll still have the bye. They won't have the home field is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. They they won't go to – they have to go to New England. Right. Okay. So what, what, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs right now? Your former number one – former as of – Yeah. My, go ahead. My thoughts on the Chiefs are such – I think that maybe the book on Mahomes is coming out a little – He's still spectacular. I think he is a little nicked up. He's looked very slow moving around outside the pocket where he tends to thrive. The Colts took care of him with a really strong strategy. Houston took care of him with a really just explosive passing attack, even though Will Fuller dropped three touchdowns. Dude, he, 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 really he, is he is brick hands. He is brick hands. But uh, zero panic for me if I'm a Chiefs fan. I think oh, yeah. there's no, there's no like, panic when you're in that conference. But like, there's no panic just because – like the AFC is hor- horrible. Like, yeah, impressive win on Houston. Not going to diss them for that. They now have a nice little lead in the division, and I think that they've kind of proven themselves as the best in the division. The Colts aren't too far behind, but I'd rather have Deshaun over Brissett. And the key is actually that the Houston O line is coming together. Right, and so I think that is. And I think I think what you said. You said that the book might be out on Mahomes, and though I I've been adamant that the Chiefs weren't the best team in football. I disagree with that. I think the fact that this defense, though rebolstered in the offseason with names similar to the Washington Redskins, um, has not been performing nearly up to par. They do not look that much improved whatsoever. And Mahomes is getting negative. Per- Wait, whoa. Whose defense? The Chiefs. Wait, so the Chiefs don't have a good defense? Anyway. Um, <laughs> and I mean, not even worse than their defense is their offensive line. Mahomes is, uh oh, I think we're deep. We're back, 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 back. Gone. The Houston Astros have tied this game. Looks like a George Springer bomb. That's with a one out bottom fifth. That's uh, first half of the game. That's pretty, pretty nice swing for uh, our little friend. <laughs> Anyways, the crazy yeah, thing looking at the box score. Hold on, Mahomes, 273, three touchdowns, a pick. Watson, 280, a touchdown, two picks. Just off that, you wouldn't think. But the rush D, it just, it's, 
it's a hole. Like it's a it's a black hole that anyone can run. I agree. Through. I mean, that, the Chiefs just. I don't know. They look – they're the flashy team. Tyreek Hill, Tyre Hill, you saw his impact right away today. Um, came in, two touchdowns off the bat, actually mossed a guy at 5'10", which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But that's what the thing is. The Chiefs are a big, flashy team. I think they can beat anyone on any given Sunday. But if these parts aren't clicking and the, the guys up front aren't doing their job, they're in trouble. And you're telling me that New England D isn't going to get after that that uh, Chiefs offensive line, come on. Uh, no, they will. I think, like, let's see New England play someone. And when I say play someone, like, it's not like they're playing anyone good. They go to the Jets, and then they play Cleveland, and then they play us, and then they play the Eagles, and then they play the Cat. I mean, their schedule is ridiculous. Okay, like, I understand Ravens- what you're saying, but, like, you cannot say that, like, us – you guys, the Cowboys, the, the Browns are easy wins. As if what they've as if they're not easy wins. They're still four trash. The teams. Patriots have had one, two, three, four, five, six buys, and I don't think that I don't think they've hit their <laughs> bye week yet. So and they both oh, they have a seventh um, bye next week against the Jets. But well, the Jets Jack, are feisty. Jack, Jack, Jack. This is a slippery. The Jets are feisty. Okay, that's a that's a word we can use for them. I just don't want you going down a slippery slope. No, the Jets are feisty. In the tank bowl, let's give love. Did you see Fitzmagic's attempt at a comeback? Yeah, I really wanted them to get that uh, two-point conversion. I mean, they had to have been throwing the game. That play was horrible. Normally, it's actually a good play call. That wall in front of the uh, goal line normally works. But uh, on that case, when you throw it behind Kenyon Drake, it makes it tough. To score, um, so Miami technically wins the tank ball because they moved to zero. My question is: Do you think do you think Tua was about... like sitting on pins and needles watching that game? <laughs> like deciding I can go to Miami well, or Washington, Washington say, Haskins, but well, I was having wait, I was having this um, conversation at work today. We're spending about forty five seconds too long talking about the Miami Dolphins, but is Josh Rosen going to get traded again this offseason? Uh, yeah. I don't know if he gets traded. What the hell is the point of having this young quarterback on your on your bench? They're not going to be- backup quarterbacks are becoming important. Look at look at Teddy Bridgewater. I agree. Ted, Teddy no knees is- Look at Ryan Tannehill. What about what about Ryan Tannehill? Stepping in, stepping in for Marcus. Yeah, he Mary plays. Yeah, I mean, he played well. <laughs> look at uh, look at um, Garner. what's it called? Oh, no, yeah, Gardner. Well, he's a rookie. I mean, he didn't play amazing today. Yeah. Anyways, um, what else happened in the NFL? A lot of stuff happened. Cleveland's still dead. They're going to win the division, obviously. Oh, I have a confession um, about I have a Seattle? confession about today's NFL. I owe an apology. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco 49ers, you have earned my respect. I watched that game. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This actually might be crazy. I'm watching on my computer, but Garrett Cole might have just taken a foul ball off the head. I'm not even kidding. Like Garrett Cole, everyone I'm is watching this too. Right it's now. not Garrett Cole. It's Michael Brantley. Who is it? Why would, is it? Why would no Brantley? Jeff. No, no, no. no. He might have hit someone in the dugout. I'm oh saying. my god! Uh, I'm, wa- I'm yeah, watching. Yeah, I don't sound, but like the whole stadium. I'm, I'm seeing is that too. I'm seeing that too. Oh my god! Uh, well, he's supposed to, he's supposed oh, to go on oh, Tuesday. It was, it was the sec- it was the security guard. Oh, all right. Back to baseball. It seems like. Um, what were we saying? Um, yeah, I hope he. I hope he feels yeah, better. Sure. Um, you had a confession yeah, I, I, about the no, Browns not the Browns. Relax. 
I owe an apology to the Bay Area and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Facts. They, I bet on the, the, the Rams today. And this was, this was the game where I was going to learn uh, finally about were the Niners legit or not. Man, that defense is real. They did not give up. I don't think I saw them give up a single third or fourth down conversion. Their jacked defensive coordinator, I don't even know his name, is going crazy on the sidelines, gipped up. He's an absolute beast. Like, I think they have the best rushing attack in football right now, which is kind of crazy because Tevin Coleman and Matt Breda and that other guy, Mozart, Mostert. Mostert. Mo- not Mozart. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. they have the best running attack in football right now with a three-headed monster. I didn't really think that they had the weapons on offense to, to be this competent team. But when you have such a dynamic run game that they do and they're producing at such a level, it opens up everything for Jimmy G. So you don't necessarily need these weapons. Like They're fine on the outside. They're running the ball well. They're playing old-school smash football. And this defense, I mean, they gave Surfer Mitch trouble, which isn't that hard, but Surfer Mitch was at home. So you're ruining my fa- what I was most excited for on the pod. I can I read Surfer Mitch's stat line? It just hurts my wallet thinking about it. I can't believe I bet on the freaking Rams today, Jack. Zero turnovers from Surfer Mitch. Thirteen of twenty four. Fifty four. Oh, that that, that is great. huge. That's zero turnovers because there was a botched HB talk. Oh, he did lose a fumble. There, there he did a lose bo- a fumble. Yeah, there was a botch HB toss on the first play of the second half. That gave that gave the, the Niners um, great field position. They punched it right in. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff threw for 78 yards today. 78 yards. Sam Darnold threw a 92-yard touchdown just for uh, comparison. Jared Goff, not impressive. A nice fat contract that's just going to drown the Rams, it looks like. They dropped it. They dropped it. I disagree. I I, I do not – I don't think this contract will uh, drown the Rams because I think that McVay is still that good. You know what I mean? I mean, like, he threw for he 70, can, he can, 78 yards. Dude, this defense – first off, it was essentially a home game for San Fran. I don't know if you watch it, but it was a sea of red. There's no such thing as home games in uh, for the Rams. Ooh, Altuve getting through that. But, uh, yeah, it was essentially a home game for the Niners with all the fans. And I'm telling you, man, that defense is – ridiculous yeah. i am starting to believe that the niners are right up there with everybody in the league well the best team in the nfc that in my opinion was proved today once again is the saints they held the jags to six points kamara michael thomas barely produced bridgewater who's the backup goes on the road and they win again he's four and oh as a starter they're five and one overall they go to chicago if i'm not mistaken they do and then they're home against the cardinals they're gonna be six and two at, at absolute worst uh, with Breeze coming back, that's scary that he has a defense and then he has those weapons on offense. I don't really think we need to talk much on it, but I just need to acknowledge the Saints are balling. The Saints are definitely playing well. I mean, Bridgewater is literally just checking down every single play. Like, I looked at one point in the game, he had like 12 completions, and nine of them were between Alvin Kamar and Latavius Murray. But you got to give it to the guy, he's game managing his way. Uh, people thought at best these guys got to go three and three um, to get through this stretch without Breeze. It looks like Breeze will be back tomorrow. I think two weeks maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the Saints are scary, and the rest of the NFC is just one big shit show. It's it's who's going to come out. I mean, I don't think at any point you can say uh, right now that the, the Saints are definitely the favorites to come out, but 
who's the next best team? Well, you, you asked me the question. Seattle? Yeah. Do you want to talk about your Seattle Seahawks? Uh, I think we're going to talk about them a lot more on Thursday because on Friday I'm headed to Seattle for Ravens versus Seahawks. So whoa, yeah. So we'll save that a, a crazy little weekend coming up, which will be exciting, um, especially because I trashed on the Seahawks all season. And then they're going to crush us. But yeah, you're, you're, but you're <laughs> but the best part is this is this is why we have a chance because where does Russell Wilson thrive the most as a passer? Outside of the pocket. And what can the Ravens not do? Pressure the quarterback and force him outside the pocket. The fact that we have no pass rush might actually help us in that game. Plus, the NFL has been so, so wacky so far this season. Like, one week you think a team's good and then they lose. That, like, we're the worst team in the league and we'll probably go to Seattle and beat them and then lose to, like, some schlub the next week. Football stinks. It's so dangerous. Yeah, anyway. really bad sport. Uh, I need to give a <laughs> shout out to the Arizona Cardinals, who are now half game behind your Eagles in the NFC Wild Card race. Cardinals two, three, and one excuse beat the me, Falcons. Excuse me, excuse me. We are in the division lead right now, so uh, we can talk about. Yeah, but you're kind of tied. Two, three, and one. Cardinals. I'm happy for Kyler. That offense is awesome. The defense is a joke. The only thing bigger of a joke is the Falcons. I mean. I'm not even wasting my breath on the Falcons. They I mean, stink. that game, that game, did you see how that game ended? That game was going to overtime. Yeah, that extra point. Missed an extra point. They Wild. stink. Um, and then two more games left to discuss. The Broncos, elite Joe Flacco, two and four has won two in a row. Defense shuts out the combo, the disgusting combo of Mariota and Tannehill. Um, but Flacco, I, t- I talked to you about this. He could easily, and it's not even like he could, he probably should be four and two. They he. Took them to a lead over the Bears with 30 seconds left, no timeouts, and Mitch comes down somehow, gets points. And then the Minshew won, they had more time, but he gave him the lead with two minutes left. If the Broncos were 4-2 and two right now, I would be so happy. Yep, well, they're not, so. Fair. Uh, sorry, two more games, I lied. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, which you told me when they got Melvin Gordon back, we're going to turn the season around. Since then, they stink. Since then, <laughs> they've dropped two in a row. They're getting <laughs> smacked by the Steelers. Are you're off the Chargers, correct? I'm trying to decide whether I'm off the Chargers or I'm all in on Devlin Hodges. Um, <laughs> I can get back to you. I can get back to you in a few days. But no, seriously, I mean, I just didn't expect Philip Rivers to not be as he has looked awful this year. Fifty six percent of his passes he's completing this year. Yeah, oh, no, that's just tonight. And 60. Uh, yeah, I think we've officially set a world record. We have hit the 30 minute mark or past the 30 minute mark. And I have not mentioned Lamar Jackson once the baby goes. And wait, you have, you have mentioned Lamar Jackson once and I've admitted I was wrong. What twice in 30 minutes? Yeah, I think something's <laughs> wrong with the audio tonight. <laughs> But uh, I guess I got to give love to the baby goat because first player ever in a regular season game to throw for 200 yards and rush for 150. Yes, the baby goat is a running back. He's a quarterback. He's a dual threat. He is an absolute. This is the thing I will not understand. Why do people like want to hate on him? Because all he is is like a really fun, exciting, nice kid. Like he's not cocky like Baker Mayfield. All he cares about is winning. He doesn't care about stats. Do you have like an answer to why people... Obviously, I'm annoying about it, and I annoy the followers on purpose because it's funny. But, like, the hate and the memes come not because of me. Why do people hate on Lamar? I, I can't seem to figure that out. 
I mean, I, my I, what I was gonna say was just Jack Settleman. Yeah, that's fair. But um, I don't think that I, I think that you bolster up this Lamar hate way too much. Like, no, think, no, there is excessive hate. Like, anytime someone posts it on Instagram, it's like he's a running back, which is fine because he's a dual threat, and that's why he's so exceptional. But like, why do people want to make him out? You know what I mean? Like, there's just a negative around him when really it's split. It's not all hate. There's so much appreciation because. He's one of, if not the most exciting player in the league right now. No, I agree. But, like, you can't – like, Baker Mayfield gets way more hate than Lamar Jackson. Well, he deserves it. He's a cocky idiot who's 2-4. and He's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Do you realize that? Jack, Jack. No, no, no. no. Do you know what his stats are this season? He has has five five touchdowns, 11 interceptions. interceptions. In the fourth quarter of this season, he has zero touchdowns and six interceptions. That is – I don't care, like, about anything. He's – Obviously, not all the interceptions were his fault, and Callaway screwed him Monday night. But that's the worst quarterback in the NFL right now, and he's cocky about it. I I don't get why people hate on Lamar, and then they some people like Baker. I, I I'm the first one to say I love Baker Mayfield. Ugh, I love his attitude. You are I disgusting. Love Sorry. All right. I to say it. I mean, after the break, we will do Monday mailbag and Monday night football. Um, preview but first Ooh, i've been itching i've been itching let me get this first no i got it i, I want to get mine out of the way talk about ed isn't easy usually we just brush it off blame someone uh says like i lost my mojo or we avoid it all together um but with roman it's easy to talk about it with roman you can get a free online eval and ongoing care for ed the whole process is very straightforward and simple just go to roman.com slash blue wire and complete an online visit just go to roman.com Slash Blue Wire to get a free online visit and free two day shipping. It's getroman.com slash Blue Wire. Oh, yeah, baby. You know what time it is that time of the week? It's ship station, baby. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. Time consuming, expensive, so many carriers to choose from. Now, how do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need shipstation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. And right now, Blue Wire podcast listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLUE, B-L-U-E. That's ShipStation.com and enter offer code BLUE. I've been waiting to say this all week. ShipStation.com. Make shit happen. Proud of you. All right. Monday Night Football. Pack versus Lions. I think I think Monday night is when we find out. Are the Packers legit? Are the Lions actual contenders? Do you agree? Yeah, I think it has a very similar feel to the to the Niners Rams game from today. Like we're gonna, we need to these are both teams that are in playoff contention. And we need that we the jury is still out on both of them. I think we can both agree more so the Lions that people are unsure about just because people trust Aaron Rodgers way more than they trust Matt Stafford. I don't know. But uh Jack, I, I, Jack, no, 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 no. Jack. I, I definitely agree with that statement. But I'm saying after what I saw Kirk Cousins do, which was take care of the Eagles, and then the Eagles beat him, it's like I still need to see the Packers defense play against a solid offense, continue to. And I still need to see Rodgers get some wins. So I think, yes, we find out a lot more about Detroit tomorrow night. But if Detroit goes in and wins that game, I think that tells us a lot about the Packers. 
I mean, you got to – I mean, Aaron Rodgers last week went into Dallas, and granted that Dallas has not looked good these past few weeks, but yeah. you can – you can agree that their defense is still pretty sound overall. And Aaron Rodgers put up 34 points on them. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, this NFL season has been absolutely buck wild crazy um, and stupid for that matter. So, I don't know. Anyone can beat anyone on any given week. Like, would it shock you if Detroit went into Lambeau tomorrow and won? Uh, no, it really it, wouldn't. It might shock me. It, it might shock me actually. Oh no! I didn't realize the game. I didn't realize the game was in Lambo. Yeah, Lambo Monday night. That seems to be a Rogers uh, big step. And if they go to five and one, they're sneaky. Uh, you know, looking for the buy there. Uh, so let's go with our predictions. And by the way, um, my let me just let me just <laughs> clear something up. My predictions. I went like three and eight today. It was obviously my worst week. Pretty brutal. Yeah, but this was a this was also a slate today where it was like there were so many games that were just like flip a coin. Like yeah. you had you had the um, the Saints Jags game, you had the Eagles Vikings game, the Seahawks Browns game, Texans Chiefs, uh, Niners Rams. Like there were so many coin toss games today where I'm sure Vegas is so happy right now with my money. But uh, we're talking Monday night prediction. You know what? I think Rogers handles business uh, at home. The Lions D has actually been fairly decent this year, so I'm not expecting a blowout. But um, let's go with we're looking at a 45-point over-under. I think we go over that. I'm going 28-23 pack. I think we're going to get a straightforward 24-21 Green Bay, old-fashioned, um, close, right. tight NFC North. I think the pack pulled out. But you said you would be shocked if the Lions won. I'm on the flip. It actually wouldn't surprise me. No, no, I, I take that back. I would, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I said, the Lions' defense has looked uh, a lot better this year. Um, but yeah, it's time that we learn about this team. Because... And you have Carryon Johnson, who could run all over that uh, Packers' left side or right side, rather towards the left side. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you think about it, but like. What did Zeke do last week? Like the NFL well, that, was so weird. No, but that wasn't on Zeke. Like he still averaged like six or seven yards of carry. They just fell behind so early, and then obviously Garrett yeah, abandoned them enough. Yeah. Um. All right, let's run through some quick questions. Should Lamar Jackson keep rushing, or should he pass the ball more? This one actually, I think he should continue to be running the ball. Like they want to make him a passer so bad, and it's frustrating because like he'll sit in a clean pocket where he has clear running lanes for a first time. First down, he tries to pass it. It's annoying. Um, so he should he should embrace the fact that he is a dual threat quarterback and he's good at protecting himself, which is good. Are the Ravens dead? Jordan Sadowski asks. We're we're like yeah, we're dead. We're we're really bad. Um, what are your thoughts on how overhyped the Browns were from Dalton? Do you have any thoughts on that? How overhyped the Browns were. Um, listen, I think the Browns came in with so much noise around them. The NFL, amongst, I mean, compared to every other sport, is the hardest to win week in and week out. That being said, if you look at the Browns' schedule down the stretch, I think that we looked, I mean, they're going to New England next week. Tough. But then they have the Broncos, the Bills, the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Cardinals. That's after the Patriots, their schedule gets significantly easier. Yeah. Where I can, I can still, like the Browns are very well still alive in my mind. Might be breathing through a ventilator, but um, I don't know. I think Kitchens could be one and done with this team. I, I just, it's hard to live up to that much hype given 
where your franchise has been for the past 20, how long have we been alive? 22, 24 years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the Browns, obviously they were overhyped, but like no matter what they did, they weren't going to come out of the gate and go 6-0. and Like we all knew that. Like they weren't right. going to live up to this hype. You have people like Max Kellerman on first take. Well, I'm actually a big Kellerman fan, so shout out Kellerman. If you want to come on the pod, feel free. <laughs> um, but uh, he's talking how the Browns are Super Bowl contenders. But like the NFL isn't just a talent-based league. Like you have to know how to win. Like the Browns just put all these pieces together and a new rookie head coach and a second-year quarterback who's clearly going through a sophomore slump. Like you can't just put it together that quick and expect to win. So clearly the Browns were overhyped. And they were never going to live up to expectations. But are they dead? Absolutely not. Have I made it clear? Like I genuinely think they're going to win the division. Next question. Have I? Oh, you still? Oh, you still think they're going to win yeah. the division? I like the Browns are dead. Was like more so. It was more of when I felt we were half decent. Now that I know we're terrible, I like I fully believe they win the division. Their last seven, they can go six and one easy. Our next seven games are brutal. Obviously, the Steelers are like kind of hanging around now with another win. But I don't think they're as big a contender. So I, I think the Browns win the AFC North. I really do. Um, uh, you just wait. You just. I really hope the Steelers end up winning this game, so we don't have a little uh, Mitch Trubisky against the Broncos hand because this is going to drop tomorrow morning, and we're actually recording during the Steelers right, game, not twenty-four nothing at half. It's, they're up I don't know, nothing. bro. Trubisky was down with twenty seconds left and figured yeah. out a way. Like. Anything can happen if that's the case. There. Uh, who's going to win the chip in the NFL? Real quick, one team. You got Pats. Um, sure. Okay, I'm sticking with the Chiefs for now. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. <laughs> Are the Houston Texans Super Bowl contenders? Faco Tall asks. Great name. Great username. Faco Tall. Oh, congrats! Congrats, Faco Tall, on signing a two-way deal with the Celtics, and. That brings me, since we're talking about tall, lanky. Shout out my boy, Zach. Jack, you know Zach. It's his birthday today. It's his LeBron year. He turned 23. He's a little younger than us. Told him I'd shout him out. He cracked his phone uh, on his birthday. <laughs> so that was a tough birthday for him. Spend his day getting his screen And fixed. he did a snapback uh, experience for us. And and shout out. Z- yep, ZG was the one who did the Broncos Chargers experience out west. Uh, so to my tall glass at Kombucha, happy birthday, And ZG. if he is listening... I need to let him know I'm probably staying with him when I go out to L.A. So if he heard the shout-out, he knows I'm coming. Because I actually cool. texted that go. to him. He didn't answer me, which is kind of crazy. Who's better? Maybe can't see us. can't see us. Who's better? Oh, my God. Did judges do it again? Oh. No, to the track. Uh, who is better, Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? Three, two, one. Baker Mayfield. Baker Josh Allen. Okay. <laughs> uh, are the Eagles dead now that they lost to three of the four NFC North teams? I say no. You say? I, I don't. I don't understand the correlation. Like, what is losing to three of the four NFC North? Not teams sure. Just, just asking the question from Andrew four four zero. Yeah. Uh, well, the the day that a, a, a first place division team is dead is the day that pigs fly. I mean, so, who asked, who asked that question? Andrew four four. Who asked that Andrew question? Four four zero four. Andrew four four zero four. Get less numbers in your name, and no, the Eagles aren't dead. I mean, the Ravens are dead, and we're first in the division. Um, we yeah, answered well, Lions, Packers. Um, I think that's pretty much it. All these questions were in the Flick Chat app. Come join. Code Snapback to come join uh, and chat with Abe and I. 
Uh, any last words for the fam? Episode 36, I got to give it out to Brian Westbrook. I don't know why, but that number just sticks in my head. B. West, my absolute guy. Um, I'm trying to think if we have any – we got to come prepare with these. You know what I mean? 36. I came prepared with the Westbrook. <laughs> you got to come prepared. Yeah, I should – yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know if I have any 36. Uh there's probably some crappy cornerbacks who are 36. Um, on next episode, we're definitely updating our power rankings. I'll talk about my impending trip to Seattle. And we'll throw some NBA. We got to do an NBA preview very soon. Oh, yes, we do. Because my Sixers are 3-0 in the preseason, baby. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, uh, Nick, I went to Nick's Wizards. We lost by 15 at home to the Wizards in the preseason, but it's preseason, you know. We're just getting to Oh, wait. Oh, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if we was Wizards or Knicks because we know. No, I stayed, I stayed 48 minutes of a Knicks preseason game. I'm pretty locked into the team. I think at that. Are you sure you want to do? Are you sure you want to do NBA preview? Yeah. Knowing what you knowing what you actually believe is going to happen this NBA season. What with the Warriors? No. What? In the in the Eastern in the Eastern Conference, I don't care that you guys are going to win the East. I I'm not biased Whoa, like that. That's crazy. Because I, I that's crazy. because I just have to. It's just pray. crazy hearing it. Wait, say, say that one more time. Say that one more time. You guys, uh, I'm obviously throwing an asterisk in there. Pending like Bradley Beal trade to the Bucks or something. Pending that or obviously an injury. Yeah, you guys. If you guys don't win the East, that's a letdown. I genuinely believe that. One more time for the one more time for the people in the back. Warriors in four though in the finals. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Peace out. J E T S Jets Jets Jets.